Hi, this is Ed Goodman, author of New Business Next Steps, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 117. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 117. I am the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Each week on Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you. I call today's takeaway. This is where I give you at least one action item that you can walk away with today to implement and grow your business. I also invite a special guest to help you with some aspect of your business growth. And today's guest, well, she's a self-help expert, but not in the way that you'd expect, of course, because she's here on Act Local Marketing. She's a marketing consultant, and she has written a great book that I want to share the title of with you right now because I just love it so much. Her book is called Your Mind on Marketing, Self-Help for People Who Hate Marketing but have to do it anyway. Now, I'm going to ask you to be honest with yourself. Can you say, with complete honesty, that you knew what you were getting into when you decided to build your own business? My guess is probably not. And here's another honesty question you should ask while you're at it. Are there things about the running of your business that you absolutely do not like doing. I believe it's probably safe to say there are always tasks in your business that you don't enjoy, but they have to be done anyway. For many of you, one of those tasks is sales. That's always my pitfall. For others, it might be bookkeeping. Maybe you really dislike HR, having to interview potential employees, the paperwork, IRS, healthcare. Yeah, that one makes me shudder, even. As much as I hate to say it, because it, it really breaks my heart just a little bit, for some of you, marketing is the thing that you avoid. And yet, without marketing and sales, your business can't exist. Let's go to today's takeaway. I promised you an action item that you could take with you now that'll help you grow your business. Here it is. Typically, you start your own business because you like or even love whatever it is you do. That love doesn't extend to all the other necessities that make a business successful, however. 
the necessities in your business that you hate the most may fall in that category that I hate doing this category because you have some sort of mental block about it. Sometimes that block is a a deep fear. Often it's, believe it or not, a self-worth issue. While I know that might sound like just so much mumbo jumbo to you, I can tell you that I have seen it time and time again from very, very qualified, educated, competent business people. You have something in the way. You can't see it, but it holds you back. The next truth I've noticed is that something, that obstacle that you can't see is related to an incident from your childhood, a time when an adult told you no, that you were not smart enough, good enough, pretty enough, fast enough, and you took their no and buried it deep inside and kept it as your own. You may not even remember the incident if you were very young, but it is there. It is an obstacle, and it is likely to be at the root of why there are things in your business you just can't bring yourself to do. So here's my takeaway. You have two choices here. One is to hire someone to do the task for you. Hire a bookkeeper, hire a salesperson, an HR person, a marketing person, or hire a company that provides the service when needed. There are plenty of small businesses out there that can take on the tasks that you hate, the tasks that for whatever reason are an obstacle for you. Your other choice is to do the personal work necessary to get to the bottom of why you cannot make yourself do some of the things you know are necessary to running a profitable business. This route will take longer And you may still not be able to bring yourself to do certain tasks, but you will understand yourself better and be able to make better decisions about who to hire to fill the voids. Drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I will point you in the right direction to dispel your specific business growth obstacle. I'll help you figure it out. And that is today's takeaway please connect with me. Find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus and follow me so that I can get to know you better. I would like to get to know you better. Please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review in iTunes. Those reviews are very helpful to me. Now, it's time for us to take a short break, but when we return... My guest, Judith Ballion, is here. And she's stepping to the front of the room. So stay tuned. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey. 
Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.com. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I want to introduce you to today's guest, Judith Ballion. She spent 20 years in corporate sales and marketing before starting her own business, Excoveries, in 2007. She has worked and consulted for businesses of all types and sizes, from Fortune 500 companies to small startups, private consultants, as well as solo practitioners. Judith holds a master's degree in psychology counseling from Hofstra University. In addition to her marketing work, Judith facilitates classes, workshops, and groups to help people grow personally and professionally. She is author of the recently published book, and catch this title, I I love this title, listen. Your Mind on Marketing, Self-Help for People Who Hate Marketing But Have to Do It Anyway. And of course, it's available on Amazon. So Judith, welcome to Act Local Marketing. Oh, thank you, Kaylin. I've really been looking forward to this. Thank I, you for having I me. I do love the title of that book. It cracks me up every because some people really feel that way. You know, that's yes. the way I feel about sales, not so much marketing. I love marketing, clearly. But um, that's the way I feel about sales sometimes, like somebody who hates it but has to do it anyway you know and when you feel that way about something it's such a chore right and without marketing people cannot grow their businesses so this is a really important topic for people to hear absolutely i hear people all the time say i just want to do what i do i don't want to market yeah exactly if if only we could all figure out a way to make that happen exactly in whatever business we want to do, right? If And I guess that's what a job is. You go out and get a job doing what it is you like to do and let somebody else worry about everything else. But that has its own problems, and, and that would probably be an entire entirely different discussion. So the first time I meet someone, 
on the program. I like to collect their entrepreneurial journey. I like I like hearing them. So if you would just expand a little bit for us on how you came to be doing what you're doing. Well, as, as you mentioned, I was in uh, the corporate world for over 20 years. Um, I actually started out as a teacher way back when. Uh, then I got into educational sales and marketing and kind of rode that whole wave up for over 20 years. Um, it got really rocky for us in uh, that field in the last, oh, 15 years. Um, and companies were laying off and and uh, getting rid of marketing people. So I went through several downsizings, had to lay off people myself. Uh, and it just finally, the last, the last job I had, I'll tell you this, I was uh, actually working for a company in sales, an educational company. And I live in San Diego, so I was on the road to uh, LA all the time. And I was stuck in traffic on the 405 and people on the West Coast will know the 405 in Los Angeles. And I got a call on my cell phone that they had laid off 20% of their staff. And of course I was one of the highest paid people, so I was laid off. And that was pretty much it. Um, I had the chance to, to go back again and I, I decided, no, I'm not doing that. I've wasted too much time already. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna start my own marketing consulting company. And that was that. Well, good for you. And when you mentioned the 405, I just, I didn't catch live the SNL 40 year reunion show, but I have been watching it on YouTube. <laughs> and one of one of the uh, one of the skits they do is called the Californians, I guess. And I'm I've never lived in California. You know, I've been there on occasion, but I'm from the Midwest and I live in New York. So I, you know, I've kind of done this half of the country. But the whole thing about this skit is that as they talk in sort of their Valley Girl accents, they always they describe things by saying, "I took the 405 to the." You know, yeah. that's the way they relate their entire lives about which road took them to the next road to the next road so that they could get to their destination. So it was very, it was funny to hear you say that. Well, the 405 took me to my own business. <laughs> there you go. I like it very much. So clearly by the title, and I'm going to mention the title again because I love it so much, Your Mind on Marketing, Self-Help for People Who Hate Marketing But Have to Do It Anyway. I mean, it seems to me to be a different kind of marketing books. So what made you decide to write a book to begin with? And who did you write this for? Well, it was really interesting when I got out on my own and started marketing myself. What I discovered was that it was a whole lot different to be marketing yourself than to be marketing uh, someone else's business. I wasn't standing uh, in a booth with a big sign anymore and carrying business cards that said I was director of this and whatever. And all of a sudden I was looking around behind me to see where that corporate type had gone because it was, uh, it was scary. And I think that entrepreneurship sometimes is one of the biggest self uh, discovery journeys that we can have. So I had to, I had to gain that confidence back that I had had in corporate. And I noticed that a lot of the people that I was working with had the same issues, even some of them that had been in marketing themselves. There was a lot of fear and trepidation. Um, I think that people, people do have a lot of fear and old conditioning that holds them back from, and I, I hate this term, but I'll say it, putting myself out there. 
I don't like putting myself out there. So I wrote it for all of those of us. I wrote it for myself and, and all of those of us that, uh, that experience that and procrastinate marketing when we really ought to be getting out there and doing it. Well, why do you think people are avoiding it altogether? Because they need to do this marketing in order to live the life that they want to live as an entrepreneur. Well, I've got a lot of things that I talk about in the book, but I think one thing is that um, people have a um, people have a distorted image of what a salesperson is. And I use marketing and sales somewhat interchangeably because if you're uh, if you're a solo entrepreneur in a very small business, you're doing both all the time, and the right. lines are the lines are very. Uh, very thin there. Um, but people have the idea that a salesperson, I, I, in some of my presentations, I ask them to close their eyes and tell me what image they get when I say the word salesperson. And a lot of what I get is the, the cigar smoking, uh, bald guy in a plaid coat selling used cars. Well, if you've got that image in your mind, then that's going to hold you back from the get go. Also, I think a lot of people, especially women, and I think probably um, men as well, were not conditioned or, or uh, trained to talk about themselves. Especially you're from the Midwest, Kaylin, and so am I. Um, don't be conceited, you know, kind of hold back. Uh, women, you know, wearing our little patent leather shoes and our little lace socks and cross your feet at the ankles and all that stuff. Those, those little stereotypes die hard. A lot of us didn't have mothers that were in their own business, so we're kind of um, we're on the on the forefront. We're, we're the pioneers. So those, as well as a lot of other things, I think tend to hold people back. So the book, in the book, I actually put people through exercises to identify some of those things and um, get people to really think deeply about them. You know, you're you're absolutely right with. Uh the representation of you know i'm i'm 51 so you know growing up my my parents are in their mid 70s now you know they were born in the late 30s i guess now that i think about it and you know there was a certain way that you brought up girls versus how you brought up boys and a lot of that a lot of that is very deep seated in your mind whether you realize it or not or whether you think you're still that same person or not, and sometimes I see it in myself when I'm, you know, I'm very polite to people, whether I'm angry with them or not. You know, little <laughs> little things in your conditioning that you just don't realize how deeply embedded they are, and I'm sure they do get in the way. I'm absolutely convinced of it. I'm just not always sure what to do about it. Right. So absolutely. going through the exercises in your book would help with that, right? Well, it certainly will help you uh, help you think about those and think about it in a different way. Um, I think I think another thing that holds people back is perfectionism. Mm. Uh, I ask people, is perfectionism is that a virtue or is it uh, or not? And I, you know, if you wait for it to be perfect, you'll never launch. So people are are really fearful of being criticized or. Um, making a fool of themselves and so that really holds people back as well right I I know uh, a business owner he, he's an architect and I'm not gonna name names those of you who know me and you know I know a lot of architects from uh, my previous vocation in, in construction and engineering but he's such a perfectionist that it, it really has crippled him in many ways And you can imagine someone who's you know their industry is that they're 
they're designing and they're drawing and they're creating something that someone else is going to have to use as a plan to build a structure people are going to walk through right that that's a very precise thing that you have to put together and it's got to be safe and it's got to be right but if you're waiting for it to be perfect man it's never going to be perfect there's no such thing as a, as a real you know perfect corner you know in construction and that's true in life as well there there are no perfectly smooth services there are no true right angles when you get out into the real world and it literally has lost him clients because he can't he can't finish a project absolutely it, it can be paralyzing and i've worked with people that have procrastinated getting a website for a year and a half because they can't they can't get the wording quite right and it's probably not going to make any difference at all as to whether or not people will hire them whether they word the paragraph this way or that way the important thing is just to launch uh, you don't want to be caught in the failure to launch syndrome. Right, right. What are some other ways that people sabotage themselves? Oh my gosh, I have a whole section on that. Uh, <laughs> not, not charging enough. Um, a lot of people simply don't. They undervalue their services. Do you do you find, if I can ask you, do you find that that tends to be something women tend to do more, or men, or does it matter? I well, I work. Um, most of my clients are women, so I would say definitely uh, women. I'm sure that this is true with men as well. I see it a lot with women also. I was just curious. Yeah. All right. So um, I think a lot of times that uh, people will um, – I, I work with a lot of service providers, and they will barter their services. That can get real messy and take you nowhere. So that's another way that people um, people limit themselves. Right. Um, yeah. So lots I, of ways. Yeah, I I learned that lesson early on as a as a business owner. It, it's not uncommon to go ahead and barter your services with someone when you need something and they need something, and it works out for the two of you. But you can get you can get into a cycle of bartering, and then you're not creating any income. And I, I learned early on that that was a, a very vicious cycle. And I just unilaterally created a rule, I don't barter, period. Right. And that's that's what I would tell people when they would ask me, well, can we barter this for that? And it was just my standard rule. I'm sorry, but I have a corporate policy. We don't barter. Absolutely. And if, and if you do barter, you want to make sure that the that it's an even exchange and you, you, you're getting as much as you're giving. Yeah. I, ha I also have a whole chapter um, called How Much Money Is It Okay to Make? Mm. And what I find, and this is with a lot of holistic practitioners um, out here in Southern California, we of course have a lot of those folks, um, massage therapists, psychologists, coaches, um, people have a tendency to think that they need to uh, not charge so much because it's, they wouldn't be a good person if they charged too much. That's it. It's this poverty consciousness syndrome. Right. And, and so I really work with people to say, well, what would you do if you were making more money? If you were making twice as much money as you were making now, you would probably use that for good things. You know, you're probably not going to go out and buy a gold-plated Rolls Royce. So you would still be a good person even if you made more money. So I try to try to switch that attitude because yeah. I think that really that's an unconscious attitude that can really hold people back to from success. 
And, and it's a good thing for people to remember that the more money they make, the more they can contribute to the world. So the causes that matter to them, they can either, uh, they'll have the freedom to spend more time at those causes, or they'll have more money to throw at those causes, or more causes they can pick up because they've got more money to share. So, yeah, to change that thinking would be a really good thing, especially, I think, for people who it really matters as part of who they are that they're giving back to society in some way. Absolutely. Yeah. You said it very, very well, yeah. and that's, the, that's the, the shift that we try to make. Very good. Now, this is uh, very interesting. I want to ask you a couple more questions, but can we take a quick break first? Do you mind? Sure. Okay, good. It'll give me a chance to sip my tea. As we're recording this, it's very cold in New York today. Mm. <laughs> it's one of the, I know you're in San Diego. I so envy you right now because I've been to San Diego and I know it's beautiful. And I'm looking out my window and it's like zero degrees here today. So you are very lucky. <laughs> oh, and I know it. I'm not even posting pictures on Facebook these days because I feel a little guilty about living out there. <laughs> While the rest of us are suffering with all this snow. But hey, yes. you know, it happens every year. It'll be it'll be over soon enough. So hold tight, everyone. We will be back in just a couple of minutes with more from Judith Bauer. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you're listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business. You're not going to believe it. During the break, Judith and I were talking, and as it turns out, uh, I am from Kansas originally, 
you're from Missouri originally? Yes. And at one point in our lives, she literally lived within walking distance of where I grew up in the house that I grew up in. So we've been reminiscing a little bit during the break, and it's so much fun because that doesn't happen very often. Even though, you know, the Internet has made the world a much smaller place in so many ways, but it's still not every day that, you know, she lives on the opposite corner of the continental U.S. from where I live. But, you know, we know there was a probably a year in life that we were uh, within walking distance of each other, and that doesn't happen very often. So that was very cool. We were having fun during the break. But let me remind you, we have been talking about marketing and how to how to improve your marketing, especially if it's something that makes you groan when you think about it. If sales and marketing makes you groan, then you need this book, Your Mind on Marketing, self-help for people who hate marketing but have to do it anyway, and it's available at Amazon. You can pick it up right now if you want to, although I prefer that you finish listening to the podcast first because I have some more questions for Judith. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So would you share with people some, let's say your oh, top three marketing tips that you would advise them to do to, to get more effective? Well, first of all, I would, I would have people tell people that your marketing needs to be about your potential client or customer. I see so many websites and read so much copy where it starts out, uh, we do this, we offer this. It's, it's, all about, it's all about you and not about the people you're trying to attract. So I don't care what, what venue you're using to get your message out there, whether it's Facebook, websites, printed materials, it needs to be about, about uh, your client or customer first. Then it can be about you. Right. So I, I think that's that's one way that um, people can um, you want copy that connects with people. Okay. Absolutely, that's a great tip, by the way. All right, that's one. And then you know the old classic um, features versus benefits, and people have a really hard time with that. But just think about it this way: uh, the you want to focus on the benefits as opposed to the feature. What's in it for them? If you can figure out how this makes your client, uh, your client's life easier or simpler, then you've hit pay dirt. So, for example, um, a car that has a, uh, a camera in the back that can keep you uh, from running over your son's soccer ball, like I did years ago. It was an interesting experience. The soccer ball exploded under the Volvo that I was driving. Oh, and I, thought, I thought it must have been a mob hit. I was living in New York at the time. <laughs> so, so what's in it for your client or customer? Figure, figure that out. And if you don't know, ask them. Ask them. Right. That's a good question. And um, if I can add to your example, sometimes people get confused about their features and benefits, and they think they are telling someone a benefit. So if you're selling that car and you're telling someone, oh, and it has a backup camera, and you think that you're giving them a benefit, recognize that that's not what you've done. You've shared a feature until you can get to the end where it has a backup camera, and so why should I care about that? Then once you've, you've given me the, the reasons why I should care about it, those are the benefits. Okay, that's so right. Keep, that's so right. keep that in mind. Right. You have the peace of mind of knowing that when you back up, you're not going to hit something or someone. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I would say is um, 
people, I think, tend to make marketing a bigger uh, chore than it than it has to be, and and that that's will cow people every time. I think that there's a reluctance on the part of some people to take risks. So I tell people, take a small risk each day. Maybe it's calling back that person that you met last week. Um, Maybe it's meeting with a marketing consultant to revise your copy. Take a small risk each day and then a larger one each week because risking more than anything else will empower empower you to move forward. Right, very good. So those were three great tips. Uh, I have just a couple more questions for you. So what advice would you give people who have difficulty doing what they need to do to market themselves? You mentioned early on, and I feel the same way, when you work for someone else, it's easier to be a salesperson or extol the virtues of that company because you are that's part of what you're being paid for. You're an advocate. You're being paid to be an advocate for that company. Suddenly when you're self-employed, and it it's yourself that you're being the advocate for it doesn't feel the same anymore so what what can i do to make sure that i'm marketing myself as well as as i would an employer that i worked for i think you have to transform the way you think about what you're offering you need to realize that you've got something that you probably feel very passionately about and you probably offer that in a different way than anyone else. Finding your uh, distinctive competence or your unique selling proposition is really important, figuring out how you're different. But once you realize and you really ingrain that in your mind that you have something great to offer and you're the best person to do that, you're a consultant, you're an educator, most of us in sales are. And so transforming your thoughts that way will help you as you move forward right very good this this has all been great and people i will remind you that uh judith has written a book you can pick it up on amazon i'll include a link in this particular uh post at actlocalmarketing.com so that you can get over to amazon and find the book it's called your mind on marketing self-help for people who hate marketing but have to do it anyway And Judith, would you tell people how they can get in touch with you and what kind of um, services you offer to help them? Uh, Yes, my website is excoveries.com. That's E-X-C-O-V-E-R-I-E-S.com. It's a combination of the words explore and discoveries. Or they can call my my office at 760-436-8848. I work with clients to do strategy, copywriting, and basically anything a small business, I have a team of people, basically anything a small business would need to move forward with their marketing. Excellent. So you heard it here. We'll include the link for that too. If you're on the uh, if you're on the treadmill, you're in the car, you can't take notes, no worries. Just come back to actlocalmarketing.com and you'll find the link for the book and to Judith's website, which again is excoveries.com, E-X-C-O-V-E-R-I-E-S. Dot com and we'll have her uh, her phone number there too and you can check her out because I'm sure that she and her team can help your small business move at least one step further into prosperity and you know that's what I'm trying to help you with every single week. Judith Ballion, thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking with you and reminiscing oh, about Kayla, the Midwest. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you. And those of you out there, 
I remind you, you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. This podcast uh, releases a new episode every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time because it is my solemn vow to you that I will help you move your business further into prosperity through whatever I know and whatever wonderful golden nuggets I can get my guests like uh, Judith to share. So until next time, I very much would like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.